Good morning. Hello, everybody online watching. Praise the Lord. Glad to have you. Glory to God. It's a good day in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we invite Holy Spirit today to be our teacher. I submit my faculties to him that I would not interfere with what he would want to do. Holy Spirit, bring to us what we need to know today, that we carry it out and live this out in the days ahead. Uh, we receive you today as our teacher, and we thank you for your ever presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise God. We're on a Numa series. Numa is Greek for spirit. And uh, this is the second sermon in that. Where we're going to talk today about the parakletos. Uh, we have a scripture here that we just to start with. If you're taking notes there on your little uh, handouts you have, <clears throat> it's uh, our memory verse today. John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. And Jesus is speaking, and he says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, so that he may be with you forever. The helper is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him or know him. But you know him, because he remains with you, and you will be in him. He remains with you, and you will, and will be in you. I will get that out. Glory to God. I did it. It's really cool there the way Jesus says that. The Holy Spirit remains with them but will be in them because they're not yet born again. When Jesus rises from the dead in John 20, it says he breathes on them and they receive the Spirit. At that point, the Spirit is in them. Very cool here how he said that. Well, this scripture is a biggie. This is a, one of those biggie scriptures on Holy Spirit. This is a really important one. This shows us here... Holy Spirit is our helper. But from the original Greek here, this word in verse 16 for helper could also be translated in English, comforter, counselor. How about that? I need counsel from the Holy Spirit. Intercessor, legal advocate. That's an odd one. How about that? Strengthener, standby, companion. My companion, Holy Spirit. How about that? So let's look at this again in the Amplified Bible. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, to be with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive and take to, and take to its heart, because it does not see him or know him. But you know him, and because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. So, right off the bat here, we have in your first film the blank if you're writing that. Helper here in the Greek is the word parakletis, which is a noun, and it means one called alongside to help. He's telling us here, Jesus is telling us your Holy Spirit is one who's called alongside of you to help you. Uh, one who would walk alongside of you as a companion. That's very interesting here. It's like these... Same calling our marital spouse has. They're to come alongside of us as a companion, as a helpmate. And here in your second fill in the blank, a companion word is parakletos, which is a verbal adjective often used of one who will come to help in a court of law, like a, like a modern paralegal. Yes, Holy Spirit, my attorney. That's about right. Uh, so the original Greek here, the word parakletos uh, comes from the root word, which means to encourage. We all need to be encouraged. 
one of the most important things you can do as a parent and a grandparent is to encourage your children. But we don't end up there when we become adults. We still need encouragement. I, we all need encouragement. Our spouses need encouragement. Uh, we all need to encourage one another. So the word here, paraclete, and parakletos is the same word. It's just that the kletos is a Romanized version of it that scholars tend to use. Okay, so parakletos here is a word in the Gospels that's used by John five times. That's it. Five times by John. And uh, so obviously we have a theme here in the book of John that he's trying to relate to us. One Greek scholar named uh, Martin, Marvin Vincent, I think it's latter 1800s, he wrote about the Parakletos and he said, one whom you summon or one who comes alongside to aid you like an advocate in a court of justice. How about that? Help you in a court of justice. This may be a shock to some of you to hear, but I can be pretty dumb. I can do pretty dumb things. And when I do dumb things, I need help. Just ask my wife, she'll tell you. So because I do dumb things and need help, I need one who will represent me before the almighty court of the universe. Who will help me? My parakletos, the Holy Spirit, will help. That's very important. Did you ever consider the Holy Spirit intercedes for us in the legal court of the universe to speak on our behalf daily, just like Jesus? Because I miss it daily, and I need help daily. Holy Spirit never forsakes me, but constantly intercedes for me in all my failings and mistakes. Um, Think he'd grow tired of me and leave eventually. No, he does not. Constantly on my side. Constantly on my side. So on your third fill in the blank here, here. So the Paracletos, Holy Spirit is my legal advocate to argue on my behalf before the eternal court of the universe. He's constantly pleading the blood of Jesus for me. Isn't that amazing when we miss it? God doesn't look at us and see sin. He looks at us and sees the blood of Jesus. How about that? He sees the blood of Jesus and he's pleased. Not by me, but by the blood of Jesus. And because he's pleased by the blood of Jesus, I'm pleasing in his sight. And of course, I'm speaking of you as well. Isn't that an amazing thought? So Holy Spirit is advocating for me that the plans and purposes that God, Father God would have for my life will be accomplished, and you too. The Lord God has plans and purposes for your lives. Maybe you haven't discovered them yet, but Holy Spirit is advocating right now on your behalf that they come to pass, that we let go of the distractions we have that pull us away from God's plan for our life, that we would be encouraged by what we're getting right and walking in God's plan for our lives. Holy Spirit is interceding for you, regardless of how young you are or how old you are. You have a thing to accomplish here, this side of heaven, and Holy Spirit is cheering you on before the Father to encourage you in everything you need to accomplish that. And it's not based on your intelligence. It's not based on your education. It's not based on what you've accomplished in life, who you know in life. It's based on God's calling in your life. We're always on that discovery, Lord, how would you use me in these days, from hour to hour, from day to day? Lord has a plan for that, and Holy Spirit is our advocate to see that that comes to pass. Heavy stuff. 
But as we see here on number four here in your fill in the blanks, the parakletos also as Holy Spirit is meant to bring comfort. So Holy Spirit is both advocate and comforter to me. I like that. We need spiritual comfort. We all need spiritual comfort. No matter where we're at in life, however life comes at us, we need comfort. We need a comfort men cannot bring us. We need a comfort that we cannot get based on emotions and feelings. We need a comfort that only God can pour into us, that will only really matter and last. We need spiritual comfort. So one reason here why Jesus must leave his disciples is so that Holy Spirit, the parakletos, may come to be with them. Jesus must leave physically to make this happen. Wow. Now on earth, Jesus is one person. But Holy Spirit, without a physical body as spirit, can do it all, can be in all, accomplish all, because he is not limited by the physical body. Jesus goes on to say here in John chapter 16, verse 7, but I tell you the truth. Now, always got to stop when you hear that. This is a Aramaic custom of the first century. When you hear something like this, some translations have, verily, verily, I saith unto you, or this is the truth I tell you. It's an Aramaic expression which means what I'm about to say, you will not believe me. You'll think I'm lying. You will think I'm not telling the truth. So I got to tell you up front, I'm not lying. And whenever Jesus talks like this, he drops bombs. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the bread of life, etc. Here he starts, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I am leaving. Now, you got to think for a second. The disciples have got to go, no, 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 no. We don't want you to go, no, 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 no. Jesus is telling them, it is to your advantage that I am leaving. For if I do not leave, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Wow. So Jesus physically leaving the disciples was to their advantage. Also back here in John chapter 14, verse 16, we see something very cool here. As other translations uh, don't translate it as helper, but comforter. They translate the parakletos as a comforter. I got to remember something. <laughs> when Jesus was alive physically in this earth realm, He's living now in the heavenlies and in us. But on his earth walk, he was their comforter. They were constantly being persecuted by the religious system of their day. My gosh, they saw them trying to kill Jesus, and he just walks away from them, and they can't touch him. So obviously they were in fear at times, so he was their comforter. He knew, uh, they knew that no harm would come to him because he's there. So they needed comfort because of persecution. But when Jesus leaves now, he's going to send another comforter. Because in their days ahead, they are going to see persecution. They're all going to lose their lives for the gospel, except for John. And they need comfort. They need supernatural comfort. My gosh, there are eyewitnesses in the Middle Ages of martyrs going to the stake and being burned alive. And they have smiles on their faces as they look up to heaven. That doesn't happen. You don't smile when there's fire around you. That's a supernatural comfort. Probably they weren't even in pain, and probably my strong opinion is the Lord took them out of their bodies even before the fire killed them. But the point is the comforter was there to comfort them. So they know persecution is going to come to them, but they don't have to fear because Jesus is not physically there with them. The comforter is now with them. So Dr. Vincent mentions here also that Jesus is 
a parakletos. He's a comforter. How about that? And now Holy Spirit is another uh, parakletos, another comforter. Here in the Greek, though, it's fascinating because, why is it fascinating? Because there's a distinguishing between another of the same kind and another of a different kind. The apples example are easy. If I have three apples in front of me, and one's a Fuji, and one's a Roman, and one's a Macintosh, they're apples of a different kind. But if I have three Fujis in front of me, I have apples of the same kind. Okay? So here in the original Greek is the word alos, which means another of the same kind. So your uh, fifth fill in the blank there, Holy Spirit then is not a different kind of comforter for us than Jesus. He's the same kind of comforter as Jesus. So when you say, well, Jesus lives in me because the comforter lives in you. He lives in you as Holy Spirit. No, no, no surprise, no wonder why the Apostle Paul understood this and wrote right up there, the Lord is the Spirit because they're the same kind. They are one. Even though, but wait a minute, they're different. They're the same kind. Wow. Our human mind, this side of heaven, can't comprehend this or figure this out. We just accept it and we thank God for this provision. As Jesus were to physically walk with you, you have Holy Spirit walking with you, in you. Oh, if only Jesus was with me. Doesn't have to be. He's there. You have Holy Spirit in you if you're a believer. If he's as if he's there himself physically. Wow. So here in John chapter 14 here, in verse 26, Jesus tells his disciples that when the Holy Spirit comes as the parakletos, he says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and remind you of all that I said to you. Ever wondered about that? How could the gospel writers have remembered all that Jesus said and did? In some movies, that you see them taking notes as he's talking, you know. I don't think that happened at all. I think they didn't have to take notes because the Holy Spirit, the parakletos, reminded them of all that Jesus said and did as they wrote. Wow. He said he, they would do that, right? It reminds you of everything. Why not? So here now, we have Holy Spirit as our teacher as well. Uh, you know, whenever we have a scripture come alive inside of us out of nowhere, that's Holy Spirit reminding us of what Jesus would speak to us. This doesn't come up because you happen to be really bright that day. Holy Spirit spoke to you inside and brought up a scripture. Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Jesus is speaking to you. Holy Spirit is reminding you of all that Jesus said, as if you walked with him on the face of the earth yourself. So in 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, we have, As for you, the anointing which you received from him remains in you, and you have no need for anyone to teach you. But his anointing teaches you about all things, and is true and is not a lie. Just as he taught you, you remain in him. How about that? You might say, well, uh, you're teaching. Uh, you want to walk away then? It's not me. It's Holy Spirit in me that is your teacher. Not my words, him making the connection in your hearts with what's being said. Now, I'm, I'm speaking today, if it's clicking in your heart at all, it isn't me then who's doing the teaching. It's Holy Spirit that's speaking to you inside of you right now. Having you agree with that, he's your own personal teacher. It's the Godhead 
in you, witnessing to you of who he is. It's not the people. We appreciate the people for following the call of God in their lives, but it's not about them. We did receive the offering already, right? Okay, good. It's not about them. It's about Holy Spirit in you. That's the key. He is your true teacher here that we want to remember. Uh, me, I'm just a dumb donkey that Jesus had, I've had the honor of Jesus sitting on as he walked into Jerusalem, taking a ride. It's all I am. I'm just a dumb donkey. It's all about Jesus, not me. So Holy Spirit here is our teacher, and he leads us into all truth. I can't lead myself into all truth. How about that? Anytime I think I do, it just shows what a fool I am. I can't lead myself into all truth. Only Holy Spirit can do this. He has to show me the way. I can't do this without him. Can't put enough knowledge in me. Can't put enough understanding in me. Can't practice it enough. I'll still fall far, far short. Holy Spirit is the one who shows me the way I'm to go. He gets all the credit. My job is just to say, yes, okay, I got it, and listen and follow. Okay, so it's important that we remember here in, on this topic, a different comment here, is that we're not led by Holy Spirit. Don't throw rocks at me. We're not led by Holy Spirit. We're led by Holy Spirit through the Word of God. Don't lose track of that ever, as it tells us in John 4, 24, that we worship in spirit and truth. He leads us through the Word of God. I know there's people out there, all I need is the Word of God. Then I guarantee you, one day you're going to become a Pharisee. And those people, I only listen to Holy Spirit, that's all I need. I guarantee you, one day you're going to become a kook. I don't know about you, but I've met lots of kooks and lots of Pharisees. They've been a plague to the body of Christ from the beginning, and they never will go away. Never mind death and taxes, you can't escape. You can't escape kooks and Pharisees. <laughs> Absolutely mean the truth of it, because it's an imbalance. We need the Holy Spirit leading us, but through the Word of God. I'm glad you didn't throw rocks. One time, i tell you a funny story. Years ago in our Bible school, Anthony Aquilino was teaching, and I think he was doing something in end times, and he, he must have had an opinion different from what most of, most of the class believed. He was just giving an opinion. And people in the back of the class were taking paper and making rocks and throwing them at him. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, they're stoning me! Must have been something you said. They really did that. They were throwing rocks at him. <laughs> oh, God, please don't do that. Praise God. Okay, so, also we see here in John chapter 15, verse 26, Jesus is speaking. When the, whole, when the helper comes whom I will send to you from the Father, namely the Spirit of truth, who comes from the Father, he will testify about me. So we saw here in 1 John that Holy Spirit testifies in our hearts that which is of Jesus. And when he testifies of Jesus to our hearts, he protects us from lies. You must have seen people or heard things and you go, that doesn't sound right. That's Holy Spirit protecting you inside of you from lies. Now, of course, you can push him away. There are people there who want to believe a lie and want to believe a deception, and he won't force you. But if we're seeking after the Lord, seeking him, there are no lies to overtake us. Holy Spirit teaches us and protects us with the discernment that comes from heaven. Amen? Glad you agree. Praise God. Well, so we have here, Holy Spirit is our parakletos, is our comforter, our teacher, our advocate, 
our companion. I like the companion part. So how, important question, how would I treat one who walks alongside of me as a companion? How would I treat such a person? Well, this is a good reason for us to get to know Holy Spirit and fellowship with Holy Spirit. He wants us to fellowship with Him. He wants you and me to do that. Uh, one very important reason why we would speak in tongues, because you are doing something in the supernatural that bypasses your natural mind and in direct communication and fellowship with God. As the Word tells us, praying mysteries upon yourself that you do not know. Um, Holy Spirit wants us to allow Him to be our paracletos, to do His paracletos work in us. He wants us to. We have to let Him. So with knowledge like that, if He's my companion to walk with me, my thoughts should be tur turned to that. It would turn my thoughts to, to words of prayer during the day. Example, uh, walk with me today, Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus, oh, reveal Jesus to me today, Holy Spirit. Um, teach me today, Holy Spirit, to re reveal to me those things that I do not know that I need to know. That's an important prayer. Help me, Lord, to see what I'm not seeing correctly. And help me, Lord, to know those things that I don't yet know that I need to know. Two very important things to pray. Holy Spirit does that for us. Um, I remember one time, many years back, there was this Roman Catholic priest who had a teaching about questions to ask yourself at the end of the day. And uh, one of the questions was, who did I see Jesus in today? Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus through the body of Christ to us Amen. by the actions they do, the words they do, how they have touched our, our lives. Yes, we appreciate our brothers and sisters in Christ. Man, that was Jesus that touched you through Holy Spirit. We need, to, we need to recognize that. We need to thank God for those people that are letting themselves be used of the Lord. Amen. If we're in a difficult situation, we need to talk to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, be my comforter right now. If we're not sure of certain things to do when we're in special situations, Holy Spirit, reveal to me what I need to do right now, what, what I need to see right now. Holy Spirit, reveal to me what I'm not seeing here that I really need to see what's happening in the spirit realm right now. He'll give you a revelation right on the spot. He does that. This, these are just examples of how we should be treating Holy Spirit all day long. Yeah, you're not weird. Holy Spirit, what should I wear today? Holy Spirit, what should I eat today? Holy Spirit, what should I do today that would honor the Lord? This is the type of language we have to start to pick up when we start talking to the Lord by Holy Spirit. I need a daily supernatural advocate. My Holy Spirit as my helper, my comforter, my teacher. And the good news is I don't have to go search for one or, or try to be one. I have him already in the person of Holy Spirit. That's really good news. So it's vital that we get to know the person of the Holy Spirit. And if we are going to do the works of Jesus that he calls us to do in his name, I have to do that in Holy Spirit's power, Holy Spirit's anointing, not my abilities, because I'm going to fall so far short. My own abilities will always fail me whenever the supernatural has to show up. Always fail me. I don't have those answers, but Holy Spirit does. And He wants to use you and I. There's nobody special here because someone has a degree or someone is called pastor. They're not special for Holy Spirit to use them. 
Holy Spirit will use us according to the gifts he's given each and every one of us. Amen. That's really good news. So we saw here in John chapter 14, verse 17, that Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. He teaches us daily how to walk with the Lord by bringing spiritual truth to our remembrance. If ever you've had the Word of God come up inside of you uh, from something you read once in the Word of God and it comes back to you and it talks to you, that's the Holy Spirit connection I'm talking about today. Holy Spirit continues daily to reveal Jesus to me. Daily, I get a revelation of Christ. You know, this side of heaven, you and I are being changed into his likeness. Do you ever consider that? Uh, Holy Spirit is the fashioning tool. I'm on the potter's wheel and he's fashioning me into the likeness of Christ. And I'm on that wheel, constantly being challenged and changed. You know, this is how I do Christianity, this side of heaven. I'm being changed into his likeness. And if you're like me, some of us need a little longer, but that's okay. We're being changed into his likeness. Constantly after you receive Christ as your Savior, you're being pulled away from the likeness of this world system and this world age, which is darkness. And being more and more brought into light. More and more has to leave us that we held on to that's darkness. More and more thinking that doesn't conform to Christ, we let go. Because we're being changed into his likeness. That's why when you're walking with Christ for a little while and somebody meets you, hasn't seen you for a long time, boy, you've changed. Thank you. I'm being changed into his likeness. Hallelujah. Yes. Confirmation. Thank you. Ow. You've changed. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I have, yes, I have. You're one of those needy ones. Oh, yes, I need Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Now, on our Sunday and Wednesday, uh, in this month and next month, or we're doing a whole series here on Holy Spirit, how He operates, what He does, what He has done. Uh, Holy Spirit continues to reveal Jesus to His church. And He's been doing that over the centuries with more and more light coming to us from the Word of God, especially since 1901 with the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, which I'll be doing a Wednesday on in uh, November. But in Daniel chapter 12 here, verse 4, it tells us that knowledge will increase in the last days, the end time. And in the 20th century, we've seen an amazing increase in knowledge as never before. I mean, my, my grandfather was born in 1893. There were horses walking on the street. That's how you got around. By the time the 1960s came, he saw men walk on the moon. And that's just one, in less than 100 years? That's an amazing testimony of knowledge increasing in just one lifetime. But not just knowledge in the natural. We've seen a tremendous increase in how Holy Spirit in this past century has poured out understanding and revelation regarding the Word of God and the prophetic plan of God in these last days. Uh, these are exciting days to live in. Exciting truths are being unveiled before our eyes. That's absolutely amazing. So you know, as we close out today's sermon here, uh, we need to appreciate that Holy Spirit has been for centuries revealing Christ, and He's going to continue to do that. And He's always been revealing Christ, and He's now my advocate revealing Jesus to me in the way I need to know Jesus. Without Holy Spirit, I can't know this risen Christ. 
but I can know him as Holy Spirit continues to reveal more and more to me as I'm changed into his likeness. And of course, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about you. We're changed into his likeness. Holy Spirit will always be my advocate before the Godhead for eternity. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I need that. Holy Spirit has always been and he always will be to the body of Christ, our true comforter. You know, as Jesus was to his disciples in his earth walk. He's always going to be our true comforter. So my desire today for you, my prayer for you today, is that we draw closer to God as we have that daily encounter with Holy Spirit. Please, if you leave here today remembering nothing, remember he's there to have a daily encounter with you. He wants to. Let's stop pushing him away. Let's start inviting him in to do just that. Learn to develop a, a conversation, a conversation, uh, uh, a community here with Holy Spirit. Um, this is how we walk with Christ, this side of heaven. Jesus is everything to us, and Holy Spirit is everything to us because the Lord is the Spirit. Let's just pray here. Father God, continue to have Holy Spirit revealed in us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome your, your wooing. We welcome you calling us to you. We welcome the things that you're going to be sharing with us that we do not know today, that we will know in days ahead. Holy Spirit, continue to speak to us. Show us how we're being changed into his likeness. Our purpose this side of heaven, to be changed into his likeness and bear fruit for the kingdom. Show us, Holy Spirit, how this all happens. Be our comforter, be our advocate, be our companion. We invite you today from the prayer of our heart to walk with us as our companion today in the days ahead. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. Amen.